This podcast is powered by MasterCard. So welcome everybody. Welcome back to Sporty Talks, uh, the podcast uh, that we, the place where we, we take pieces apart of, of sport and uh, we put it back at the end and we'll see if if uh, fits. Uh, like like you're used to this by now, we, we bring uh, exceptional people, but today actually we have a really um, great person, an exceptional uh, leader, uh, athlete, uh, all-in-one, um, Mr. Gary Kasparov. Gary, thank you very much for uh, for accepting my uh, my invitation, and it's such an honor to have you here. Thank you very much for inviting me. So, uh, thank you very much for calling me an athlete. That was one of the one of the big uh, fights that is still not over of recognizing chess as a sport. And I always say that if chess is a sport, I was probably one of the most, if not the most, decorated athlete in the Soviet Union. Yeah. <laughs> and we are definitely going to, to, to take some pieces today. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> good, good, good. Because actually the, there was a thing uh, of, of, of talking, seeing how much you you getting uh, prepared for your games, like physically pe- prepared. People don't understand what, what type of effort physically to be in shape for for your games means for for the tournaments uh one of the reasons i managed to stay on top for 20 years um, eventually playing at the end of my career with players who are much younger um, was uh, due to my preparedness my my physical conditions yes people look at chess say ah big deal so yes you know they move the pieces but Chess tournaments took long time, so it's the and uh, if you play a world championship match, so that could take months. So my first match was Karpov, uh, unlimited match, uh, took nearly uh, it's, it's more than five months, and uh, other matches that we played, uh, they were three months each, twenty-four games, three games a week, so very slow motion, but. This is not, you know, uh, uh, just you, know, you you set at the board, you you make the you, you make your moves, you concentrate, you, you sweat, but it's it's the whole pressure on you because it, when you play the tournament, when I say play, when I did play tournaments, you know, it's back then in the eighties or the nineties, so I could not separate my mind from uh, all these activities even between the games. So it's all about preparation. It's just your, your mind is operating. And it's, you know, it's basically, you know, eating your energy. So you, you're losing weight. So it's some of the games, tough games, you know, could just take, you know, one or two kilos, uh, you know, out, out, out of you. And uh, losing several kilos during the tournament was just normal practice. And it's very important that during long game, six hours game, so you are fresh at the end. So, and, and it's a, Six hours game and uh, 13 rounds, like, you know, the 40-place tournament. So you play nearly 15, 16, 17 days. You need to be fresh. You need just to, to, to have an energy. And I always manage to, to outperform my younger opponents and at the end, and that's when I was in my mid-30s uh, because I was, I was well-prepared. So I, I always spend time, you know, just doing all sorts of physical exercise. So from running and swimming to rowing, uh, I could proudly say that my personal record uh, uh, um, on, on, on tape is 107 push-ups. 
So I just nice. I, no, I, I did a lot of a lot of training because I knew it's it's somehow it's 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 it was a connection. You know, you you feel strong, so this is and it's it helps you to also be confident. So it's, I don't know what is the exact balance, you know, how it works, you know, this is that your uh, physical strengths and, 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 and your preparation uh, um, connected to your mental uh, um, confidence. But I found that it's very, very useful. And somehow it's also, you know, um, generated tension for my opponents because they could feel energy <laughs> and and many of them complained that when I was at the board you know so they just this there was this kind of wave of energy that that, that uh, um, made them uncomfortable look I I'm not uh, I'm not a big believer in parapsychology but I think this is the combination of your confidence mental confidence and physical strengths that that demo, that is demonstrated visibly. So it was right. was a very important part of uh, my successful performance. So so that's the stamina, the stamina. That's a, that's that's a, that's a stamina. But but also again, it's just when you did training. So it's it's you know it's a routine. So as I, I I learned from my mother, you know, just you do something, you have to do it. You know professionally, you have to be consistent, and uh, and it helped me to keep my my routine, my schedule, and uh, even today. I'm, I have to confess, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm no longer capable of keeping the same routine. But you know, if I try, if I, if I try to to prepare for something, I always use the same framework that I learned from my mother, 45, 50 years ago. But it started like that. It started with Karpov, uh, you being more in shape, and in in '84, if I'm 85, not mistaken. Yes, it was, but it's a long, but very long one, match. Yes, I'm talking the the one that didn't finish. Yes, exactly. They, they, yeah, absolutely. And, and it was of because match. of the physical preparation that you had, and you had no problem with that. Oh no, no, I just I. Uh, but it, it's not just physical preparation, but it's it's a combination of preparation, and also the 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 the, the schedule, the routine. So at the end of the match. Okay, we played 48 games and uh, 159 days, but I was okay. That I, I I don't want to 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 uh, boast so my invincibility. Of course, I was tired, but I was ready to play, and Carpo was not. So I could go on and on because I, you know, I I was already in the game and I had enough energy and and I had my you know my my team uh, led by my mother and my just some of my coaches around me and and I had I I had no no real problems of continuing the match and the Soviet authorities they were very troubled by the fact that after winning 5-0 Karpov lost three games it was 5-3 and clearly I was you know uh, just on going just on the rise and Karpov was going downhill so that's why they decided it's time to stop that had to be tough at that moment because you came up with so much energy and I have to admit that you know I had my doubts in time of chess being a, a, a sport uh, but I, I realized how how important it is everything and it, it checks all the boxes that you know basketball does or you know just because you don't sweat in that sense it doesn't make it a difference but but seeing how you prepare for the games and uh, how you prepared for the tournaments and how that like three months five months months i mean that's amazing uh look it's the it's the you mentioned you know sort of the 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 physical sports of course basketball or football or ice hockey or tennis but you know it's the it's you know when people say oh the chess is not basketball yeah i i i, I take it for granted i'm not here to argue but what about golf 
What about curling? I mean, it's, it's, yeah. there, there's there quite a few sports, recognized sports these days that that require. I think it's probably even less stamina than than the game than the game of chess. How you take esports now? Esports. Esports. Okay, no. Because thinking thinking that you know it's it's also mental ability and it's uh, uh, I don't know. I think I think that there's, there's there's one important difference. I think the people don't recognize it, but I know it's even in chess. It's the that's why I have I have a problem of considering it a sport. You okay. don't see your opponent. This is very important, you know. In chess, when you play chess online, right. you don't see your opponent. So it, this is something very important disappears. It just you know it, you know you see that the board you know just you look at your opponent. There's an element of psychology there. You play you know poker you know so this is it's 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 yeah you, the the psychology is an important element of a sport because you have one or just one on one or teams but it's 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 not just physical contact it's also mental psychological contact. Esport I don't think there are, maybe there are exceptions but in general you don't see the opponent you see the screen. And uh, and um, that to 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 my to me that that doesn't qualify as as a real sport. So it's it's a game, but sport it's it's this is what what we what I agree. We, that's what we I love totally about agree. it because people say, oh, uh, why do you play chess? Computers are much stronger than chess than, than, than best chess players. The world champion is no match for 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 engine that you can just download on your laptop. I said yes, absolutely, but you know, Usain Bolt cannot, you know, uh, out outpace Ferrari. But we're still watching, you know, <laughs> we're still watching uh, uh, track and field. It's the it's and many animals are just stronger than humans or faster than humans. But it's about humans competing against each other. So that's why the moment you 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 take away this this is this the the the, the human to human interaction. Though, of course, you, get, you have people watching it, like in chess, they watch this. this uh, it's, I, if I watch the game, Magnus Carlsen plays against uh, Fabiana Caruana, I could see both of them. So, but, but I still understand that the fact is that they're separated. Uh, it just takes away something which is hard to describe, but it's, it's an important element. It's I like think a it's spirit the of the game. I think it's the imperfection that, that creates that, that, that connection. You know, the, the, the fact that you don't understand or maybe at, at some point you don't understand the uh, artificial intelligence in that sense of going all everything to the to the to the perfection and that was that that takes me to a question that i want to uh, ask you you prepare for the game you do the scouting we we do scouting in basketball and we watch the team and we watch the players and we we create files and uh, you watch video and same. you do the same thing absolutely absolutely it's the we you know we did it even all back in the 70s was i was a kid or in the 80s or in the 90s and we didn't have computers yet at that time so it was all about you know collecting data and i remember so i did a lot of you know um uh, handwork myself because we 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 had little access to books, especially right. in the Soviet Union. So and and I need to just to write. You know, I have so many writings. You know, just just collecting games, looking at the books. You know, recording them. I even had uh, um, a gift from my, my coach. It was the it was made in 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 East Germany. Uh, a special set where you can just print a diagram. You had just a stamp to print the diagram, and then you had all the pieces. You can actually print all the pieces. So there's a, we, it's basically it's a self-made self-made book with, with with diagrams. That's you know that kind of work. You know that's that's um, taught me how to how to be very consistent. Just it's uh, 
it's a bit you know annoying and i can't imagine kids today just uh, even considering that because they they can just swipe their finger on the computer screen <laughs> but that's that's what we learned and 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 uh, collecting data scouting uh, your opponents analyzing the openings they play understanding the style that's that was a part of the uh, of the preparation but also it's working on your own so this is on, on your own improvements and when I was at my training sessions, so I worked five, six hours a day. That was just easy. And when I played tournaments, so I played long games, but I still spent several hours a day preparing and just analyzing. So it's, uh, it's, it's not just time consuming, it's energy, it was energy consuming, but that's, that was inseparable part of my success. But you've been characterized by an aggressive, like, like as an aggressive player. Yeah. I, is it because of your attitude or is it because of the style of, you know, or both yeah, of the style? They are connected. Of, they're connected. They're connected. You're right. This is because the, the character, uh, 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 your character, you know, is, is, it's, it's, is, is the movement. Is displayed on the board because it's, and it's, it is very natural because it's the, um, uh, sometimes people just make mistake by thinking, oh, Maybe I'm too aggressive, and then maybe I have just to make an adjustment. And you hear all the time, oh, you just have to work on your character. No, you have to work on your character. So that's just, you should understand your character. This is the big, big, this big difference. You cannot change who you are because if you are engaged in, in any decision-making, especially in a, in a sport, so you should re- recognize that the character, your nature, will, will uh, dictate you know, the, uh, the, um, your decisions at the crucial moment. Like in chess, you know, it's the you you uh, uh, are reaching the climax of the game. Most likely, you will be under time pressure. So this, and you have to make a decision. And the nature of the position, you know, whether it's a very sharp, aggressive position or it's more like you know trench war, you know, close position, it's you know will you know will um, influence your decision because if you are aggressive player, you better have a position where your gut feelings will lead you in the right direction. If you are a more defensive player, and there's nothing wrong about it, you should try to keep a, to make a position that you know that will you know will not contradict your gut feelings when you have to make a big big choice. So um, it, it's a mistake to 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 connect the style, which is based on character, with the result. You can have players in tennis you know, with a very powerful serve who rush into the net, or somebody who's playing from backline. Both could be number one. Right. What is very important is just you know if you if you face the opposition that is that has a, that's a different uh, a sort of a different style so that you can force your opponent or the team that you're facing to play your game to change so it's the, it's the like like in football you know it's the you have Brazilians and Italians you can just look at two opposite styles so the Jogo Bonito and and Catenaccio. So Brazilians won it five times, Italians won it four times, the, the World Cup. Sometimes they played each other, and this is in 1970, that's the first World Cup that I watched, I was seven, Brazil crushed Italy 4-1. Now in 1982, Italy, you know, just really? took revenge, you know, just beating them, you know, 3-2 uh, in, in, in one of these st- stages, preliminary stages. So it's, it's, it, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, forcing your opponent or your, the opposing team to play on your turf. So that's that's, but that that requires a lot of preparation because you just have to outsmart them to make sure they they, they, they go to your territory and and you will just uh, catch them. You know when 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 the moment comes. Before and after, 
before the game and after the game to. But to after the game, you have to learn from it, don't you? This is right. But it, it's it's never-ending process. You know, this is the game. Game provides very very important information for you that you could use at the, at the next day or next tournament. And uh, even if you won, you still can learn a lot because basically, if you won, you know, in chess is definitely it's your opponent made the last mistake. So it's not just because you are absolute genius and. Since opponent made the last mistake, most likely also made some mistakes. So and 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 the, the losing side always, you know, more determined to analyze. So you just have to go back and make sure that when they prepare to to use your mistakes that 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 you made before they made the last mistake, so you already one move ahead. So that's that was important part of my preparation. I always was I was always uh, at the cutting edge, uh, trying to be one step ahead. So uh, they came up with some new ideas, but I was already, you know, I already found it. So I tried to be, you know, just a little bit ahead of them, ahead of the curve, to to surprise them with new ideas. Because I, I think that's part of the loop of the education is and this sport. I, I love it because it's uh, learn, practice, play, and uh, you know, it's you learn, you you apply, you practice, and you play. You don't perform, you play. You play sports, you play chess, you play basketball, you play football, you play also in Romanian, it's it's the same, juc. But uh, that's a combination between performing and passion. And and I think coming over and over, and l- like you said, you, you also learn so much after the game because people think they learn from mistakes, but they don't. They don't, they learn from certified mistakes. If you certify the mistake you made, that you're not making anymore or winning, that happens also in in basketball to be able to lose a game, but you played perfect as you could. But the other team is bigger, better. I don't know something. You know, they you, you still learn from that. You know, you couldn't do better. Coming to this education part, and uh, wanted to to take this conversation there because you're passionate about technology. Where are we going with the education in technology? Because as we discuss about esports, about games in uh, in uh, uh, school or on on TV, you know, games have algorithms that makes them interesting for each kid at their own level. Education doesn't do that. It's it's a, a message from one to many. Sports, it's a it's a level. A, a lot of times, it's leveled. How, how can we get this education and sport towards, you know, being applied to, to, to young person level or to specific or to whatever? Where are we going with that? Oh, um, it's, um, it's a very big question because it covers several important aspects and areas of um, our life. Um, uh, we can look at the educational process as a whole and to recognize that it's um, it's like a piece of antique. It's old, yes. Antiquated. Um, I always ask people just to make the visual experiment. So if just say that you have a person from the end of the 19th century traveling uh, in a time machine to 2021. This person will not recognize anything, you know, just will be shocked to see all these things, you know, the mobile phones, and phones, they didn't, just it's everything, there, TV, this is technology. So. But there's one thing that he or she will instantly recognize, is a classroom. It's still, you know, old fashioned. 
You still have the teacher as the center of knowledge and, and authority. And uh, it doesn't work in 2021 because we live in a world, you know, that is interactive. The new generation, uh, the call them iPad generation or iPhone generation, they, um, they used to live in, 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 in an interactive world where everything moves two ways. It's like a two-way street. And the school is one way. And uh, I think we, you know, we, we keep saying, oh, it's too, too risky to make changes because education is it's, it's such a big challenge. And if we just move too fast, it may you know, jeopardize the whole process. It's the, it's, the risk is huge. I agree. The problem is not making changes. It's even risky. It's even... By the way, yeah, I will know the outcome. The, the, I agree that you know, making big changes for system like education is unpredictable. But unfortunately, not making changes will lead to a predictable result. You Failure. know it. Exactly. You I would know, know it already. And, and if we believe that education is, is a preparation of our children for the future, for the new jobs, so we just have to you know, recognize a simple fact. Most of the jobs they will be looking for, they will covet in 10, 15 years, do not exist today. Right. When you just look at some of the prestigious jobs like you know, 3D engineer, social media manager, drone operator, they didn't exist 20 years ago. And uh, why, do, why don't, don't we understand a simple fact? The, it's the technology is, is making changes. And unless you know, we, we prepare our children for this new ultimate challenge, uh, uh, we will, uh, we will you know, fail them. And uh, we have to s- simply you know, acknowledge that teaching kids knowledge, w- what? It's, it's a waste of time because each of them can swipe their f- finger on a screen of their mobile device and in two, three minutes they can get more data available than the teacher can tell them in one year. So we just have to teach them how. It's about application. So this is how this knowledge can be applied. And uh, that requires dramatic change in the entire you know, educational network. And it seems to me that if, when you look at the developed countries, uh, they, the system is too rigid to accept these changes. And you have you know, the traditions, uh, um, customs, the generations of, of knowledge, and very often, you know, it's just, it's you just you, you hit the wall by trying to tell people that with all due respect to these to this traditions and, and customers and, and, and generations, uh, decades, if not centuries of experience, it's 2021, you know, wake up. So that's the, it's, we need to do something very different. How, how did you do that? How was that transition for you? You have a master class. It's a totally different way of reaching people, reaching out. It's, it's kind of sterile, how, how you, how, I don't know, plain. It's kind of uh, just you and the camera trying to, te- to teach yeah, students. But it's the, yes, but uh, I, I, I did one masterclass four years ago. Now, in, in, in my new project that I'm involved, Kasparovchess.com, so we have massive educational program. And uh, what I would believe is, is the key is to make it fun. It should be, an, it should be entertaining. It's education cannot be dull. Uh, this is, it's not, I uh, move that. You should 
emotions. That's what people want to see. So it's, it's, it's a story, personal story. It's, it's not Gary Kasparov, uh, you know, you put the pawn here. And then I, no, you know what, guys, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I make this terrible blunder. So that's, that's why I don't do it. Because, you know, when I grew older, I made the right move. Stories, you know, this is, that's how you connect to people. It's all about connection. Because you're, when you look at a camera, you know, you have to make sure they're connected to you. And uh, I think I'm good at that. And this is, this is the, 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 uh, the concept that, you know, I put in the, in the center of KasparovChess.com. So this is important. Uh, and it's not just chess, you know. Anything you do, it's about connection. So the, the success of, actually, surprising success of the Queen's Gambit, where I was a consultant, it, it just was a result of connection. People could feel, wow, we could be connected to this orphan girl from Kentucky. Right. And after watching during the pandemics, all these sci-fi, fantasy movies, all of a sudden there's something that is so real. Yeah, the story is, of course, a little bit, you know, just it's, it's, it's a fantasy because it never happened. And Best Harbor is more or less, you know, a reflection of Bobby Fischer. So, but it doesn't matter. It's, the story was well said and it was very emotional. So I think it's, it's finding the way of, of making education fun, making it entertaining, uh, making it, you know, exciting, and also finding this way to connect. So I could be there. I could be in his or her shoes. I could, you know, I could, I could associate myself with, right. with, with this concept. That's how we can get the most benefits from the technology without losing it to, you know, to the fact that we're not seeing each other face to face. Connecting each other's dots. Exactly. Like, you know, what, whatever you Absolutely. talk, uh, it connects yep. something else yep. in my head. Um, come back to chess. How you recognize talent? How you re I mean, you know, in, in, in basketball, you recognize that a kid is one, one meter 90 at 14 years old. I mean, you know, he's a potential. How you recognize talent in chess? Yeah, but it's not enough to be. You know, it's not, of you course, should, but but he, at least you have he, a start. Exactly, but you just has to throw the ball. I mean, of that's, course, that's, yes. So it's the no uh, in chess. Um, it's I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure I can you know um, give you just all you know the exact parameters. But this is the way he or she just plays the game, and and often you know you need, you need to hear them explaining it. But even when you look at, at the moves, so this is, this is, it's, uh, uh, you can see the steady hand. Even for a kid, you can see the steady hand. You can see ideas. So um, um, I learned it from my great teacher, Mikhail Batvinik, who saw me when I was 10. Not super strong, but I was 10, good player. He immediately recognized phenomenal talent. By the way, that was recognized by my teachers, uh, of my coaches in, in, in Baku when I was seven or eight. They already saw the talent because I, you know, I, I lift chess. I just, you know, I, it's like match made in heaven. So I, from the first moment I, I, I discovered the game at age five or six, I mean, God knows what, what, when, did, when, when it happened because nobody was there to tweet about it. So <laughs> watching my parents uh, playing, um, not playing, but so, trying to solve a puzzle from a local newspaper. I was fascinated and I became so passionate about the game. And even today I'm passionate. I'm 58, it's uh, more than half a century since I saw the game first time, but I'm still very passionate. I, I love the pieces and, and, um, and I do a lot of work with, with young talents. I, I have Kasparov's Foundation, just will celebrate now 20th anniversary next year. And for the last 17 years, we have the program for young, young stars. Started in America, now we do it you know, in Europe as well. And it, 
I can tell you instantly. So I look at the games, and especially if I can actually look at the at the, at the player, young player, hear hear uh, him or her telling me about the game. It's it it doesn't take a long time to understand. This is a talent. Some of them could be great talents. Some of them could be simply you know just good talents. You 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 cannot immediately say oh the player will go to top ten or top fifty. But you know, I can immediately tell you that he or she will make the top top hundred. So that's that's it's almost you know just give me thirty minutes and uh, uh, of of communication and and three four games that I can look at and I can tell you what's what to expect. Banca Transilvania, official partner of Sporty Talks. I, I played. I played for 20 years and I, I transitioned to something else right now. I, I like who am I? I like this part of management side that I took and the, the path I took. However, when, when I'm going back to, to the ball, to the basketball, it's home. It's, it's you know, it's light in my eyes and, and it's, it's all that. It's my life. Same with you. And now you start playing again. No, I'm not. I mean, just a blitz tournament in Croatia, no, no, right? No, no. But I, I play. I play every year. I just play one exhibition event. I look. I'm, I'm, I'm an amateur. I'm just. I'm not a professional <laughs> player. Was, no, look. You know, they're, they're much younger. So I'm just. I'm no match to them. But you know, it's just people want to see me once, twice a year just to move the pieces. So I just. It's yeah. For me, it's moving the pieces. I I know exactly so where I belong. I know that I have no expectations of doing well. It's just. I, I I play since 2015. I played once or twice a year. There's a very very limited success, um, and it's the, the big problem is, is it's it's concentration because look I have so many things you know just you know from my family to business arrangements to speeches and and you cannot say oh I play chess I cut everything so I concentrate the focus your mind, your mind is and so often you know I just played some great game you know and then just blackout. For a minute or two, blackout. That's enough. So this is I, I, I cannot control it just because the, the mind is not you know is, is, you cannot command your mind saying stop stop thinking about other things somewhere just you know in subconsciously you know in the back of your mind you have some ideas some thoughts that and all of a sudden they just you know they paralyze your mind. I don't I, I cannot explain it. I just know that if you play professionally you should stick to the game and. Uh, Having so many things, you know. Oh, yeah, I have to do the speech. You know, I have to write the book. I, I just, I have my social media to attend. By the way, I have my family. I have my, you know, my kids. So this is, I have to work with my, with my daughter on her, just you know, on her essay. And, and I just, by the way, I have to go to travel somewhere. I, I, impossible. And then, oh, I, by the way, I have. Oh, in the next uh, three days, I have chess event. No, that's 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 not uh, it's it's um, not 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 the way to play, you know, for for you know to compete against the best players in the world. I'm not playing amateurs, playing the best players in the world. I mean, sometimes you know, I can I can bite, you know, so like an old lion. Still, I still <laughs> I still have teeth. So, but I, yeah, I, 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 it's when I play chess, and I said play means you know for me it was professional, and I, and I stopped playing professionally in 2005. When I play. For me, it was just you know, just winning. That was everything. So it's this is it's like you know, uh, live or die. So that's this. And I I was all in the game, and it just you know, it's uh, it you could feel a vibration. Now I'm I again I'm I'm relaxed. So I just did, which by the way also hurts you because you know it's not the end of the world. So I you, you, and, and somehow chess, if you imagine this is the, the pieces have their own life, they can feel it. 
it's for you, it's not, it's not you know, um, the matter of life and death. You're there, you know, just to, to enjoy. And it's some kind of revenge, you know, against you. I remember I played a match, you know, in, in this reshuffle chess, official, official random chess against Caruana, one of the top players in the world. Uh, uh, two years ago um, in, in, uh, uh, in uh, um, St. Louis. And uh, um, I mean, I lost badly, but I had so many good positions, you know, just almost winning positions. And I don't know how, just, but I just made terrible blunders. Just one game, this is at, at the start of the match. I totally outplayed him, totally outplayed him. Just, you know, and I had more time on the clock, so I just, just position I could win. And I made a horrible blunder. I just, how on earth I could make it? I don't know. But again, maybe that's you know that's some kind of the revenge of the game, you know, this is, uh, of, of 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 chess. Because again, for me, it was not you know a matter of life or death, but it still was a pity. And uh, and uh, uh, you know, I, I I wish I could I could do better because it was a really good game. Psychologically, I just was so uncomfortable. I played great game. I outplayed him. No, but no. You said you and I I knew that that you're a competitive person to to the max, and. Um, you know, being starting playing and you want to become the best and you, you become my champion and you stay champion and now you're you're that, you know, greatest of all times and that you made a dent in the universe. How was that transition? When did you realize, it? listen, how does it feel to make that dent in the universe like you did, you know, to, to be there? Because in, in the process, you're, you know, you have your engines and you, you go, but... All of a sudden, you know, you're there, and it's you're alone. Look, look the, yeah, this the it's uh, yeah. One challenge is, of course, you know, it's how to how to manage uh, uh, your life after you won the title. So I, I became world champion at age 22. So that's that's that's, pretty, that's early, pretty young, pretty especially young, for that. Exactly, days. exactly. 1985, and I managed to stay on top for 20 years. Okay, I lost my world championship match in. 2000, but still had the highest rate, rated player for five, four years. So, you know, it's quite long. And um, um, it's the one thing that was important for me, again, that's the lesson from my late mother, it's um, uh, winning is everything, but not everything, actually. You also have to make the difference. It's just, you know, it's, it's the, you play the game and you have to try to um, uh, create something new. So. Creating difference means that you always have to uh, fight your own excellence. And I used to say that, you know, as long as you are fighting your own excellence, you will never be short of opponents. So it, because, you know, it's being on top, it's, it's, it's so easy, you know, just to, uh, to become complacent. Okay, I'm there. So it's a, you can rest on your laurels. And I, in my book, How Life Imitate Chess, I, you know, I had a special chapter talking about this, you know, this kind of, Emotions and uh, and I even argue that the success is the enemy of the future success because success can blind you about your own weaknesses. And since I always wanted to make something new, to make a difference, I was I was always you know um, uh, uh, relentless in analyzing my own games and finding my own mistakes. I had no problem as it didn't hurt my pride. So just being so rude, you know, with myself, ah, I made a mistake. So push and it's winning the game was not enough. It's just you know it's it's all never-ending process of finding something new and keep, keeping, you know, it's, it, it keeping uh, uh, um, uh, 
uh, sort of myself on, 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 on this never-ending run, you know, finding new right. ideas and improving. So that's the that's that's that was very much my life, you know, uh, uh, in, in in professional chess. So from the moment I I, I won the title, uh, actually it was started earlier, but from one won the title to, to to the last day that I played in in, in Linares, Spain, in two thousand five. But then also, um, you know, it's about the moment where you start thinking maybe that's that's enough and. Many players they stay in chess forever, but I knew I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, spend my entire life there because you know making difference means that you have to recognize when you don't make difference anymore and you have to apply what you learned in the game of chess for elsewhere. Not that you not, not that I had any illusions that I could make big difference the same kind of difference in in other areas because in chess I was I had unique talent, but still you know I I could be useful. And also, it's important to to um, continue your self education. Just you know, you just have to look for improvements. Yeah, um, I stopped playing in two thousand and five when I just when the moment has come to to to, and I knew it already in advance. So I mentally I've been preparing myself. I remember there was a moment in back in nineteen ninety seven. I um, played a tournament in Russia in in in, in, in Novgorod. Uh, and um, yeah, and, and uh, at the end of the tournament, so I won the tournament, and uh, I was asked, uh, "But so, what's next?" It was just after I lost my match to Deep Blue, and yeah, people wanted to know. So, what, what, what are my plans? So, Mr. Kaspar, you're a world champion for twelve years, and so, aren't you bored? So, what's what, what's what else you want to accomplish? And I, I wasn't sure, and I said, "You know what? I had my son." born just a few months ago, so that he was eight months old at the time. I want him to see his father winning, just on stage winning. I just said it just without, it was very emotional, I just paid right. too much uh, uh, of a thought. And in 2004, I, at December, I played the Russian National Championship, my last championship. I won it. And he was there, you know, he was eight. Uh, and uh, uh, at the closing ceremony, and I took my gold medal, and just, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm kidding, I just put it around his neck, and I just realized that's it. That's what else? That's, 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 that, that's, that, it. that's, that's it. That's it. And everything came just in place. Okay, time. I, I've been mentally preparing, but this is, that's, this is, was the right moment. Bingo. I played one more tournament in Linares that I mentioned uh, uh, just because I signed a contract and I knew it's, I would be, be on my own because I th- thought that, you know, it's, um, it was, yeah, I still was number one rated player, but I could start doing other things. And um, it also was just, you know, turning point in my, 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 my um, uh, uh, life. I remarried and just, you know, built a very happy family. So we have now kids, you know, our daughter born in 2006 and our uh, my, not, my younger son was born in 2015, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it was just, you know, dramatic shift in my life. So that's just, when you look, it's 2005, basically, you know, this is, it's everything in, in professional life, in private life, and, um, and now, 16 years after, so um, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a happy man because I found myself, found myself I reinvented myself, thanks to, 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 to my wife, so we just built a new, new life, and... Uh, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm, I feel that I'm still making difference. 
Uh, it's not the same kind, yes, but I'm, I'm engaged in chess. I'm, I'm contributing to the game of chess. And uh, even, you know, just what I thought would be a minor engagement, like the Queen's Gambit, so it became, you know, just a, a mega success. Uh, I'm doing with Kasparov Chess Academy, uh, uh, Chess Foundation and Academy, so it's, it's a big contribution. Um, we started the Kasparov Chess, but on other sides, it's, just, it's, it's actually a much bigger part of my life. It's the, I'm actively engaged in promoting human rights, Charman Human Rights Foundation. I'm, you know, uh, doing a lot for democracy, so in both in America and, and, and worldwide. I'm involved in, in a fight against Putin's dictatorship. Uh, and I build my credentials as an, um, some sort of expert on AI and cybersecurity. Um, you see, it's, it's, it's yeah, a full life. I, I, wear many, I, I, I wear many hats. And, and I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's very important because I, I, even I, that though I know my, the limits of my ignorance, you know, I'm, I'm not a computer expert, but I played machines. I know something about the quote-unquote psychology of the machines. And most important, I understand how humans interact with computers. This is the key, human-machine collaboration. I'm writing articles on this. You know, you can just, it's, there are dozens and dozens of articles and, uh, and even a book, Deep Thinking. And, uh, and I feel that the, my experience that I accumulate in chess, but also in other fights and, and engagements, uh, this is something to share with people. Uh, definitely, and uh, really appreciate it. And sport has to learn from this a lot because, you know, you saw the next move and... And we don't. A lot of athletes don't see that. You know, it's considered the first death when, when they when they, you know, just change careers, uh, because we all think we're gonna you know grow old and go you know retired from sports, and it's not the case. Um, and some some people have voices. You know, some athletes being especially today when when the channels are so easy, when you have social media, when when you. Yeah can tweet or, or you can uh, do a TikTok or whatever. So athletes have a voice and the, the, the most uh, followed one, I think it's Ronaldo right now that has, you know, endless. And you have a voice and you, you built that voice to, to the extreme that you just mentioned Putin. And uh, it's, it's a voice that is loud. It's a voice that says, you know, doesn't sit back. How, is that fear involved in that? I mean, how, how did you grow up to be that voice? You know, when, when you go and you say, you know, that's dictatorship. That's, I, I listened to you. I did. And uh, now athletes more and more take social positions, some, which some are educated, some are not, uh, to, to do so. Uh, I guess that's the beauty of the social media that, you know, everybody can speak up. But you have... A, a strong voice. Of course, you also paid your dues in time, and but you still do it. How is that fear behind it? Look, uh, I think it's very important to be consistent. So I, I was always consistent with my voice. Um, and uh, I believe that, you know, if, if you have the message, you have to stay on the message. And... Uh, and you cannot uh, make compromises on principles. Um, am I feel fearful about the consequences? I'm a human being, yes, I am, but so what can I do? So this is, uh, I cannot uh, start, you know, 
uh, harnessing my message, you know, just uh, making it more comfortable for those I oppose. Um, other consequences for, for this kind of behavior? Probably yes, but you know, I learned from my early days, you know, that's the motto of Soviet dissidents, do what you must and so be it. So it's this, you have to stay on your message. And, uh, and uh, you, you just mentioned the, the voices from the sport. And I, while, you know, I encourage more, more um, political and social engagement from the sports stars, what I hate most is hypocrisy. And speaking in basketball, we have few cases. I mean, this is the, what, the greatest star these days, LeBron James. It's just this is the man that you know that shows uh, uh, anything but consistency, being very vocal about uh, uh, racial issues in America, and at the same time pocketing money from Chinese Chinese communists and criticizing others who talked about Uyghur genocide or or about Hong Kong uh, 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 attacks on democracy, Chinese Communist Party. The demolition of democracy in Hong Kong. So, fine, you know, you want to you want to be um, an authority in, in in human rights in 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 uh, defending uh, people against power abuse and against injustice. Just do it, you know, do it on a global scale. You cannot, you know, separate your fights, especially if you if if elsewhere you are just uh, siding with with those who are the worst uh, human rights abusers. Yes, I, I think that uh, um, this is not geolocated. You know, the 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 stance for for uh, human rights is not only in some part of the absolutely. It's a global. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, discrimination will, will it, is. It's a, it's a, it's it's a global world. Globalization means that you know you cannot separate you know the issues that you're dealing with in America or in France or in Romania from those that you are dealing with in China, Afghanistan. And, you know, when it's just, if you are you know actively defending you know the gender equality in America. You must raise your voice about power abuse uh, 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 in Saudi Arabia or in Afghanistan, recognizing that you know the the, the, the challenges that the female activists f- facing there are very different from from uh, ones they feel they, they they face in Hollywood or in New York. If you meet Gary for like eighty six, let's say after eighty five, you you meet Gary at eighty six. What do you, would you tell him? Look, uh, to do different or whatever, or keep it up or whatever. You know, uh, it's it's a question that I, I always hear in different modifications. Never heard, by the way, in this in this uh, very explicit form of you know Gary eighty six and what. Because I what, think I think we have some we have some as athletes we have a lot of challenges in time. If if it's social, if it's family, if it's sport. So I, that I, was no, uh, I know, but this is this, this is the problem of you know of trying to make changes in your life uh, uh, where you think it, it 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 could fit you, but keeping the rest. The problem is life 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 is a package. So this it's is complex. It's the, exactly remember the forest gump. You know, it's a box of chocolate. You know, yes. you don't just this is this. Uh, you have to test and just to to to, to find out what's inside. So it's and. Uh, there are many moments in my life when I, I knew exactly what, what was wrong. So the problem is, you know, and, and I wish I could, I could have changed these things. And it's, if you ask, you know, uh, Gary 2021 to advise Gary on, on, on in 1986, 
I can tell, okay, you know what, you know, you can do this and that and that, but the problem is it's like a butterfly effect. So, and this is not just butterfly, this is fundamental. So, so but what will happen with, with me otherwise, I don't know. Because it's just, it's, it's, it will be different life. And uh, yes, I could have, you know, just done things differently. So I'm married three times. So maybe I could have changed it. But then I would have not met my wife in 2000. So and that's, the, that's, that's now I'm a happy man, you know, just we have a happy family. And I'm looking the future with confidence. Right. Because it, but it could be a different life. So I'm very, very skeptical that, you know, you can just, you know, make these corrections by, 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 by keeping, you know, that, like the, 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 uh, the narrative intact. Of course, so, it's, it's like a movie, but just a game of imagination because, of course, it's coming with a, with a you know, with an avalanche after. But if, if you would have tell him that something you didn't have back then, but you realize now that, you know, it could make a difference. Yeah, it's probably, you know, there's just uh, it's, it's an advice about... Yeah, I had to be very cautious of fighting international chess federation. So, and it's this, I mean, understanding so more about the, the way that the, the international sport organizations worked. And, uh, and unfortunately, chess federation had been on the thumb of KGB for so long. Probably, you know, just offering some advice about, about uh, building professional sport, chess as a professional sport. Um, yeah, there were some mistakes that's, uh, that were made due to the lack of experience that in the late 80s or early 90s that could have been avoided. But I definitely would not uh, advise on anything big, so on private life or uh, on uh, changes in Russia, so because that could lead to very dramatic changes that would, you know, would not, uh, would not um, uh, uh, lead to uh, Gary 2021. So that's the, and I'm with, yeah, with, it's like opening Pandora box. I, I'm just the moment you ask, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I can do this and that and that. But uh, I'm happy with who I am now. And um, I think that's, you know, it's every, every, every personality, you know, it's, it's, as I say, box of chocolate. You have, you know, you have your, you know your good decisions, your bad decisions, and it's that's it's a combination. And uh, and trying to take, you know, one or two out, you know, could ruin the whole construction. It's the the, the great part in talking to somebody like you is that you, that was your calling. Chess was your calling. Like, there is no doubt about that. Yeah. Like it's you know you you found it. And how much was native, and how much you know out of that was educated after, because it's both, but, you know. No, look, uh, you definitely need, you know, just to have a talent for something, so it's the, and I believe that talent exists everywhere, uh, but uh, the difference, big difference is opportunity. So uh, I was lucky, so I, I grew up in the Soviet Union, and chess was a big deal there. Uh, it had uh, uh, support of the state, I mean, was not uh, uh, charitable support because the state was looking for uh, talents to promote um, to promote uh, its intellectual superiority over the decadent West. But I benefited from that, and uh, um, and I was a hard worker. But I always, you know, feel a bit disturbed when people say, "Oh, this." 
player, this whether it's a chess player or basketball player or, or a tennis player, not very talented, but he or she is a hard worker. I think hard working is a part of a talent. So let's yeah, this, 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 yes, again, trying to separate it, it's just, it sounds wrong to me. And, and um, yeah, I, I was well educated, but it's, it was about uh, my um, uh, uh, work ethics. So, I, again, thanks to my mother. So she was really a hard worker. Uh, and uh, and she, she taught me the routine. So that's just, just the... Because routine is something that a lot of people, they just... They, they reject. Uh, it's too boring. So I, I, I was never afraid of doing boring things. As I just said, you know, just you know, doing this, the writing moves or just printing diagrams, and then typing. You know, this is my first articles and the first book. That's it on 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 uh, on a type uh, typewriting machine. Typewriting. So that's yeah. It's just that was the the Erica. This is the 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 uh, uh, the East German East German typewriting machine. Um, I have one. Uh, I have one more question, and I have to go back to that because Deep Blue was part of your, uh, yep. you know, man against machine. It's it's a whole uh, thing. Are you getting prepared for something like that? You you know, it's like I'm I'm facing tomorrow a computer in a basketball game. I have no clue what to expect, what how how to do my my strategy. How you get prepared for that? Yeah. I mean, these days, you know, it's just it's. it's in America, you have you have to always say human versus machine. Human, human <laughs> yes. of course, of course, human against machine. Yeah, this, let's, we have to pay, you know, due uh, our dues to political correctness, and and I, you know, I, I used to that, so now it's the it's, and it's true. I mean, it's human versus machine. Uh, um, now uh, the match matches I played with the blue ninety six ninety seven. I won the first one. I lost the second one. Uh, it was not just you know. Uh, as something that uh, uh, was brand new because we already faced machines. There was, nothing was publicized as much as these matches because you had IBM PR machine behind it. Um, and um, um, uh, since late 80s, machines became already you know, a reasonable force to, to challenge players. Uh, the first uh, uh, computer uh, that beat Grandmaster was Deep Thought. In in uh, in eighty eighty eight I think and eighty eight eighty nine uh, and uh, I even played two games against Deep Thought, which was a prototype of Deep Blue because it was this team from Carnegie Mellon University that developed this 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 new new and uh, um, uh, new machine, and uh, then IBM acquired it and they just you know turned into a Deep Blue project which was not about chess but more about uh, parallel processors, so just maximizing the output of all these um, processors put together in one, you know, mm. one pyramid-like construction. Um, and uh, in 9293, we already had chess engines, uh, early chess engines that could cause some problems in, in blitz games or in rapid chess games, five minutes chess, 25 minutes chess. But we all were on the impression that if we play what we call classical chess, five, six hours chess, it would, it would not be a big challenge because we would have more time. Typical mistake, because we had more time, machines had more time. Mm. And this is something that it was very difficult for us to acknowledge. And I realized in 97 that it's, it's not about machines being perfect because there's no perfection of this universe. It's not about machines solving the game. It's mathematically you know, infinite. But it's about machines making fewer mistakes, having steady hand, and that's the that's that's why any game 
any game, absolutely. You know, uh, it's it's uh, uh, it's a machine's domain. I mean, I'm talking about games, you know, like right. chess, Go, Shogi, Japanese chess, or video games like StarCraft, Dota, Texas Hold'em Poker, anything that you can classify as a closed system. So it's a human design framework with the rules, and then machine does it better because it it has enormous power of uh, calculation, and also it, um, it, it, it recognizes patterns. And it's all about patterns and calculations, calculations and patterns. And uh, while it never reaches perfection, it always, you know, minimizes number of mistakes. And even the best, best of us, the best humans, they, they are, they are poised to make a mistake. Not even a blunder, but just mistakes. And uh, that's that's what's happened in '97. Was the blue perfect? No, it was not a very strong engine by modern standards. It it was not intelligent at all. It was as intelligent as your alarm clock, but it doesn't have to be intelligent. It's all about, you know, just, you know, just playing chess, making fewer mistakes. And today, if you have a chess en- chess app on your on your dev- mobile device, it's stronger than the blue. Uh, but it was good enough already to capitalize on my mistakes. And though I, I thought I could do better and I tried to, to, to play another match, IBM wisely decided to withdraw the blue <laughs> because at time there was still, you know, a parity. I think probably I would have won the, the, the next match. We kept playing with machines. I played my last two matches in 2003 against the German engine and Israeli engine. Uh, that I think they were at least as good as the blue, maybe even better, but not the same publicity. Both matches ended as a tie. But in 2005, 2006, the competition was over because machines reached a point where it didn't make any sense for us to play against them. Uh, and, uh, and that's the end of the story. And I knew it already in 97 because after the match, I just realized it's just a matter of time. It's like writing on the wall. You just have to read it. And, uh, and uh, it, it was time for us to reconsider our relations with computers. It's, not, com- it's not, not, not competition, it's collaboration. And since 1998, I've been actively promoting these ideas. And, uh, and I think now my chess experience and the experience we accumulated in the game of chess by having this you know, human plus, plus machine uh, 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 work, uh, it's very, very useful uh, uh, elsewhere. And it's, it's, it's being applied to, to some you know, areas uh, 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 of, in business or, or in, in medicine. Right, but you know, playing, making a move, like you said, you you analyze in the game the other person, and you're like, maybe he moved that to trap me, and it's not the case with somebody like it's with a game like the blue because no, no, it doesn't it's, it's, about, it's about it's 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 the, it's the way we prepared for computers, and I just you know I did some preparation when I played later matches because with the blue I had no information, I, right. I, I didn't see the games, now. With computers I faced in 2003, with Deep Junior and Deep Fritz, I could see the whole development from version one to version 10. So I knew already the, the, style. the style. Because machines, machines are, they also have style. So this is, it's the, it's, 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 um, uh, because game of chess, you know, depends, you know, it's, you have to calculate, but you also have to evaluate the position. And evaluation means that you look for certain uh, elements of, uh, of the position and give these elements mathematical value. So if you believe that the king's safety is, is, is of utmost importance and you give high value, 
it will always stay high value, even if it's less relevant. So uh, that tells you that if a, if a, a computer uh, has very high valuation king safety, this machine will be more aggressive mm-hmm. because it will it will it will right. see that you know some of the sacrifices could be justified it makes, because makes it is exactly. Right. If you lower it and will put more you know, emphasis on peace activities or pawn structure, machine will be more strategic. So the moment you have enough games and you know, even 20, 30 games from computer could give you a pretty good idea how this computer thinks. Uh, and machines, uh, especially, well, early computers, they, they lack flexibility. I mean, today it's not as important because they're so strong. They just, you know, it's this, even if you understand what machine does, still you cannot capitalize on it because they are very consistent and they have steady hand. But back in late 90s, early, early this century, uh, we had a chance of basically winning the game uh, uh, by forcing machine into territory where we, 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 we knew machine would be less comfortable. Nice. Thank you very much, Gary, for the whole interview and for your openness. I, put, I set up this table like this with me having the white pieces and yes. you the black because the last game uh, in 85 against uh, Karpov, you made a... Yeah. a Karpov, Karpov played E4, yes. yes. I played eight, black. 84? Play, uh, yes, 84. Yeah, no, he, but the championship game, the the one, the twenty fourth, twenty fourth game. Yes, he played. He played white. I played black. Right. I, yes. And, and the the, the, the yes, opening. Yes, yes, I know. I know. Yes, yes, you, you probably yeah. played. By that the way, so this is interesting. You know, when the moment I entered this, I looked at the position. You know, just its opening position because it's this is it's uh, what always bothered me that you know uh, and uh, and I remember I, I immediately told Scott Frank. You know, it's just. Uh, when I was invited to work with the with the Queen's Gambit team, so that's the uh, uh, often you could see that this is the 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 the, the, ch- the chessboard is 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 you know it's ninety degrees wrong. So this is a one square should be black, and often you see that it's 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 it's, it's the, the, exactly it's it's, yeah. And I I could never explain this phenomenon. I looked at many Hollywood movies, and uh, and it's just it. You know, if people don't know how to put the pieces correctly, so how to put the, do- bo- bo- the, the, the board correctly, it should be 50-50 split. But somehow, you know, <laughs> it's the, 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 the wrong, you know, the wrong uh, 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 position of the board is four out of five. I have no idea why. Maybe there's something about the light there. Just, but it's just four out of five, and it always remains a mystery to me. So that's why I immediately look at this. Okay, fine, this is correct. The king and queen are not, you know, there's I a know, mistake. I- fine, perfect. But I saw I saw you in the simultaneous game in the opening of yeah. Superbet. You arranged your pieces at, yeah, at it's, every it's, it's, it's the, the horses, right? Yeah, they, they're looking no, at no, each yeah, other. That's, yeah, no. Oh no! Actually, oh, okay. actually, no. They just you know always 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 turn 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 to my left. Now I don't know why. This is this. Yeah, that's, it's a thing. It's the this is certain things you do it. You know, just it's it's. It, even your hand do it without you know receiving you know just you know the the order from a brain. It's just it's 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 already there. It's 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 it's, it's yeah, an, an athlete that understands yeah, exactly, that. You know, is, we, yes. we have our own. Yeah, you have, the, you have to touch the ball. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, so that's something that, that happens happens you know just you know subconsciously. Automatic. Thank you very much for today, Gary. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you, for you for the interview. It was a great talk uh, having Gary. It's a great honor and. Uh, I invite you to see it on every platform, on Facebook, on internet, on a podcast platform. So uh, thank you for today and how I like to say in Romanian, Sport la treba. <laughs>